Make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. You have, uh, producer Luke, AB, ever have moments in your life where you... We're all at ages where we probably should have adulthood, not conquered, but we should be near the top of that mountain, right? Don't remind me. No, I'm a chaotic hot mess. Well, I mean, you're both homeowners. like you got your shit sorted for the most part. Yeah, sort of. I, I, kind of. <laughs> I've been feeling pretty good about that aspect lately. Just feel like things in the background of my life, things are sort of coming together. Mm. And then you have moments like last night where you regress to a 13-year-old <laughs> and you want to call your old man. I had, and you always forget these assholes can fly. I had the biggest cockroach I've ever seen seen in my child or adult oh. life fly into the lounge room yesterday and I just spiders and cockroaches I don't do them mm-hmm. right uh, my partner's even worse cockroaches so it ends up me you being... don't do them I'm glad that's bestiality <laughs> get out <laughs> no leave that's terrible you're disgusting that that reminded me of that you don't... you're the only one in the room F that thought spiders. about having sex with a cockroach <laughs> no, stop. Anyway, so I'm in charge of the trapping and the scrapping of this. Yep. But once you, and I got a little takeaway container on top of the beast. It was honestly, it was the size of a small dog. That's when they fight for their life, and you just wish they'd die ceremoniously. But what they do is they they go bounce off every side of the wall. Mm-hmm. Then they manage to get their huge antennas outside oh, the box yeah, of it. Yeah. And then when you've got to get the lid underneath it, so you've got to open it a bit, they always escape. Happened yesterday. I screamed <laughs> bloody Mary. It was horrible. There's I some things them. I just don't want to do as an adult ever. Like I never want to ever have to bury a pet yep. or like deal with my pet dying. Yep. I want my dad to come to wherever I am and he yep. has the conversation with me and he takes care of things. I don't. I'm not going to ever be ready for that. Right. Same with bugs, snakes, spiders, that kind of stuff. Like, I can't. See, no. I can do snakes. I, don't, I got no issues Ooh. with snakes, but spiders and co- cockroaches. The thing about a cockroach, right, if I'd sprayed it right there and then and killed it, I also don't like picking up dead cockroaches. Yeah, true. So I just... I managed, they don't go away like other insects. No. I managed to get the lid on this beast and I flushed it, but I flushed the toilet about flushed six it. times. Yeah, I flushed them. Yeah, I flushed them oh. as well. Or throw them outside. No, because but then I'm they can bit, come back. I'm a bit worried that the poison on the spray will, like, the dog will eat it or yeah. something and get the poison, so you got to really, like, get rid of it. These, these are things you got to think about as an adult. I know. I don't want to. I just can't do snakes. Oh, see, if you call me for snakes, I'll be your snake removers okay. and I'll call you for cockroaches. Will you actually pick up a snake? Yeah, well, I grew up with pet snakes. I don't I don't love them, don't get me wrong, but my mum always had pet but snakes. How, would you be able to look at it and go, no, that's a brown, I'm not picking it up, or still pick it up? I wouldn't pick up a venomous one, no. Yeah, but okay. a, a python or green tree snake yeah, or no, whatever. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, I'm I, genuinely too scared I'd hurt it. I watched one snake video on Facebook and now that's all I get. I have. They think you're a person that likes yeah, them. Yeah, I know. I, and, and the thing is, I can't stop watching, so yeah. I keep watching them. So oh. they keep giving me more snake videos to watch. But every time, I like recoil when I watch these uh, snake videos. That word. Thank you. I, I've just jumped back on TikTok, and like, yeah. it worked out. When you don't watch TikToks for ages, and you go back on, the algorithm's terrible. Yeah, you've got to work at it again. <laughs> well, it didn't take long. Man's now just bosoms and sport. <laughs> as as it yeah. always as, was. As it should be. As it always mine's will all, be. Mine's clean talk. Sport, like cleaning hacks and stuff. Oh, sounds like a racist. Love it, love it. No, it's like 
people will be like, oh, just mix, you know, for instance, I learned today that I can mop my floors with white vinegar and a bit of dishwashing detergent and it's safe for dogs. Oh. Yeah. I did that today and it was Your really TikTok's effective. boring. <laughs> but then I've got other stuff too, like funny uh, rugby league things and then also joke things in between. It's I good, like it's a that, mix. Um, Renovations as well. Look, Reno. Who's the very dry woman? I've only just discovered her. Bobby. She does all the celebrity interviews. The the no, woman, she... Haven't you seen her? I thought every, no. I thought I was the last person on the Bobby wagon. She's she doesn't ever smile. She interviews like Shaq and and all of them, and she's rude to them. All oh, right, it's like it's like Is Zach Galifianakis. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Zach Galifianakis is um, between two ferns. Okay, yeah, it reminds yeah. me of that. She's yeah, very right. funny. B O B B I Bobby Altoff. Yeah. So apparently she got famous because she had one boob bigger than the other when she was breastfeeding. Oh. And then she's just done a whole new series of this. Yeah, right. She's very good. My TikTok's really boring too. It's just like oh, weird yeah, TV that. niche TV show recaps. You don't even watch movies. I know. And TV shows. I don't know why. I'm getting like mini episodes of like 911 and oh. SVU. Oh. S- S- SUV. Oh, I get that. Mine pops SVU. up <laughs> With really bad movies in four different yeah. parts. Like, I'd never want yeah. to watch this, especially That's now. why I don't have to watch the menu on Disney+, Plus because I've seen the entire movie <laughs> on TikTok. A, that's a good movie. Um, all right, radio show today. What have we got? Uh, we had a chat to Gordon Tallis. Yes. Uh, first of many legends from the Broncos and the Lions to join us this week. Can we say who else we got, or is it a secret? Uh, this week? Mm. Well, I, Can you give us one? Give us one name. But spe- specifically for the podcast people, they deserve it because yeah. they're loyal enough give us to listen name. to this. I've got the captain that uh, won the Brisbane Lions last premiership. John. Jonathan. Yeah. Was he the skipper in the last he was one? The, he was the I didn't know that. Yeah. I went to an open home with him once. Wait. Like he was at the open home. Are you more home. excited than this? Jonathan yeah, I am. Brown. No, I met him at this open home though. It was really nice. You yeah, I don't give a f- about that. I want to learn about footy. Okay, well, I wonder if he remembers me is all. From an open hug. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he saw that. He saw you and just went, he saw we me have on to the list this and house thought, because I don't want yeah, her to buy it. I know this is what no, your brain like actually kid. does too, which is it would be so fun to be in your head just for a day, just the way that. You'd hate it. You wouldn't be able to handle it. No, you're right. I'd jump You'd be out too emotional quick. about things and it wouldn't. you wouldn't cope. Like you'd get so sad and <laughs> overjoyed by things. You're not really. You don't cry at work much. I think you've cried twice. Yeah, two times. Yeah. But I'm on that medication at the moment for my ovulation and I'm PMSing, so at the moment, well, you cried about a lot of ads yesterday. Very <laughs> a lot of ads. I haven't noticed you PMSing. If that makes you. Thank you. you. Yeah. Well, I got. I think I got all the tears out in TV ads. Do you purposely cry at home so you don't cry here? I appreciate that if you do. I don't like try to. I just, I just cry all the time. I, I just don't have to cry here. We spoke about it on the podcast. If you ever cry, I do have to send Luke in, who's <laughs> not a great no. empath either. I can't do. I will emotions. tell you that makes it worse. <laughs> well, I don't know what to do if you're Hug crying. Me. No. If you're crying, I need to go and get someone sensual from sales and bring them in. Someone sensual. that understands feelings. Like Trudy. Susie or Trudy. Susie. Susie. Yeah, Susie would give me a big hug. But you could just walk up to me and t- pat me on the shoulder. I just That makes me feel like I'm going to die. Just so you <laughs> Really? <know>. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've got to understand your brain. Like, yeah. what happens? It just makes you feel very anxious and I don't like it. Actually, it's funny. I was chatting to my friend yesterday, our mutual friend. Which and one? I said about how you're really fond of her. You think she's a great person. And she was like, really? Because we went out to dinner and... We had this like really great meal, and then he was like, All right, I'm going home. Oh, is Keisha? this Keisha? Yeah. She was like, I thought he didn't like me as a person much. Oh, no, I it's like, just, that's what I don't understand. Once, he's like, once I'm dinner's done, done okay, you go bye. home. Yeah. She's great. I we, think she's a wonderful we person. We shatter more after that, women. And normal people. That's okay. Dinner was great. I think she paid for it too. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, money bags. It was expensive. 
You should give us some Knights merch in exchange no. for the well, game on the weekend. What are you meant to do? This is what I don't understand. Once a dinner is done, I don't understand people that want to stick around. Like, it's like, okay, dinner's done. Now what? Oh, I Chat. just think it's all right to have just a drink. stick around a little bit, have another drink. Yeah, even you would stick around. Keep chatting. Yeah. I want to go home. But just the fact you were like, I'm going now, bye. Yeah, but I'd rather be direct and honest. <laughs> I don't know. I feel about. like it's almost rude to just, like, once you finish your last bite, just get up and leave. But I tell them I'm going to. Yeah. I don't just get up. I'm like, okay, I say, need to go home. I'm sorry to wrap things up. I'm okay. just really buggered. I'm not buggered. I have He's just na- full. I don't have an attention span. So it's like when you tell me a story that's too long-winded, I know that I switch off and I can't help it. It's something that happens in my brain. So I know. You've called me out on it about 700 times today. Yes. So I need one line. In it. If I can ask you a question, I need a one-line answer, and that's it. Anyway, speaking of long-winded, the music's over. Enjoy the podcast. <laughs> this is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Changing my approach going forward, if there's things that I don't agree with or understand, mm. instead of judging those people, perhaps levelling insults at them, I want to understand them better, mm. Elliot. So today, I have a question for people who stand in front of luggage carousels. I'm talking right at the very front. Move their way through crowds to be right at the very front at the airport. My question is... Tell me why. I need to understand why you do this. Right. On one triple three five three, and we're not going to judge you. I'm just trying to understand the inner workings of particular people of Queensland. Often, when you say you're not going to judge someone, just so you know, you end up judging them. I promise so. I'll try really hard not to. I'm in such a good mood anyway. Right. I can't possibly be angry with anyone, but I'd like to know. I caught a plane yesterday. Yeah. Went to pick up my bags. I'm a shorty. I'm 160 centimetres tall, Mm. and there were people who were pushing from left and right to stand right in front of me so that their feet were centimetres off of the luggage carousel to get their bags. I just don't understand. Tell me why. You have to do this. Why do you have to be at the very front? I'm short. I stand back. I've got a good 10 minutes before you really see where your bag is going. Mm. You know, it makes its way. It's a glacial pace. You've got plenty of time. Once you see your bag, you locate your bag to go and pick it up. You don't need to be at the front the whole time. But maybe there's another reason I don't understand. Tell me what. Are you a front luggage carousel no, person? No, I, I sit right I sit right at the end when they're coming at the end. But in saying that, I live a life with no responsibilities, nothing to do. You've probably got people there with 17,000 kids and real things. They're probably in a rush. does it make it quicker being at the front? Well, I think it, it might do if you're there in front of other people. Like, oh, I don't. I don't I don't do it, so I don't know. No, but okay. I'm, if you went and stood at the front of yep. the entrance yep. of where the bag comes out, right. sure, you're going to be first in best dress. Yep. I'm talking about standing up yep. to the carousel yep. right on it. Not as you see your bag the okay. whole time. So you want to speak to people that do that in, in a completely judgment-free zone. Absolutely. And, and have I respect them. you if you can give me your answer. Okay, one triple three five three is that phone number? Someone's bravely called in from Cairns. Rick on one triple three five three. Are you one of these people, and if so, why? No, I feel your pain totally because it's just exactly it's annoying as shit. <laughs> What they do in Adelaide is they actually have a line painted on the ground when they do the Christmas pageant, and all the kids sit on the line, but they don't go onto the ropes called the honour line. So we need a champion. The world needs more champions to ring them up and say, hey, just put a line around it so everybody stands behind the line. I mean, Rick, that is a great solution, but we can't even get people to not stand up before the seatbelt line is turned off on planes. I, I fear, yep. do you not, are you not concerned that adults just don't necessarily listen? 
Oh, well, see, if you teach kids from the beginning, see, in Adelaide, it's the kids just think, I'll stand behind the line. So you teach kids right from the beginning. It might mm. take a couple of years, but it'll filter through. You've got to start somewhere. Rick, do you think uh, the rush hour should be concerned that you're using South Australians as a positive yeah. example? Well, no, because oh, they annoy the shit out of me as well. And the Victorians yeah. and South Australians, they come up with the South Australians stand back. But the Victorians and New South Wales people, they stand forward yeah. because that's their ilk. That's what they do. But legit, this is the most interesting thing that Adelaide's ever produced. It should be on the tourism campaigns. <laughs> hey, people here don't stand at the front of the luggage carousel. They stand behind a line. So you didn't really Visit. get a, a solution or anyone that could... Tell me why. But you got South Australians in I might travel to Adelaide now right, just right. to get yeah. some reprieve. Hey, hey, you don't mean that. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. And as the Brisbane Broncos prepare for another premiership charge, a reminder that the legends live here. You'll be hearing from Broncos greats all through the week. We thought we'd start with a ball that is constantly raging. Gordon, tell us. Hello, mate. <laughs> hey, g'day. How are we going? Really well, Gordy. Always appreciate your time, brother. Grand final week. We yeah. love this stuff. You've won a multiple premierships, a Clive Churchill medal. Does this bring back a lot of memories? Is there one that stands out in grand final folklore for you? Today I posted on my Instagram just a photo of Kevy with his three boys in the shed, you know, just holding the trophy. And Billy and Billy Wald is, is only about a foot taller than the trophy. <laughs> so he and his dad had a hand on it, and that was 23 years ago. So hopefully... That's an omen, and they can get it together. I think Penrith have won enough. And uh, I was up in North Queensland all weekend. I was up for the Gordon Tellers Cup, and I tell you what, the buzz around for the Wars, and then it turned into the Pars on Sunday. So every kid was saying up the Wars, and then on Sunday they were going up the Pars. I think they forget that the Broncos are a Queensland team, and that's who we're supposed to be going for. But um, look, I just had Brisbane and Kevy's, you know, like, uh, and I've told a few people off the record, but I'll be saying it on the record all week. He's the greatest winner that I've played with, mm. without a doubt. He won at Canberra. I think he won five with us, so he's won six grand finals. I mean, Kevin has been nominated for the M Coach of the Year. It's going to be yeah. hard to beat Andrew Webster with what's happened at the Warriors, but do you think yeah. he's your pick? <laughs> Look, it's really tough, because you've, you've got Ivan Cleary. This is his fourth grand final. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you've got you know, Andrew Webster from 15th to 4th. And, you know, 80 minutes away from a grand final appearance. That's very yeah. cool. You know, Kevin, like a wooden spoon three years ago, and then since he's taken over in the last couple of years, you know, they've you know they've got to a grand final, you know, and he's probably he's only coached them for probably 50, 50-something games, and he's, you know, coaching in his first NRL grand final. So um, I think... I think all three of them have done an amazing job. And I think if you're a Penrith man, you go Ivan. If you're a Warriors, and if you're not a Broncos man, you'd go for uh, uh, Webby. But, um, you know, the best coach will win. But that's where I'm on that. I think all three of them deserve it, to be quite honest. Okay, well, Broncos, they take on the Panthers. It's one of the most anticipated grand finals of all time. The rumours were that the pre-game entertainment, they asked Ben Ross and Gordon Tallis to punch on again. I uh, couldn't agree to a figure, but we'll do that another year. So, hey, hey yeah. mate, it's good to hear from you, mate. Hey, it's you know always what? a pleasure. Hey, B, right, you know what? You know, he sent me a text, let's catch up. And I said, yes, I'm sitting by the pool at the Ville having a margarita, and he didn't turn up. <gasps> I said so I was like, busy, mate. He's mate, not swimsuit date, ready. I had date night. I haven't been on those mush so shakes I. that you're on, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm no good. 
<laughs> Mate, I was on a date night as well. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we could have a little bit of a bromance beside the pool. Yeah, like man date night. Okay. Or something. No, I, pool date's not for Wait, me. Chinese restaurants Before we let you go, Gordy, yeah. though, <laughs> should we just chuck a score prediction out there? Just see how close you get. Uh, Broncos, 22 points to 16. <laughs> okay. Don't even, like, just, I'm just emotional even thinking that. that you need to chill out. You no, got, I can't chill out. I cannot chill out. I can't deal with this shit all Gordon. day. Elliot, 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 right. right. If Newcastle were yeah. in the final, right, we yeah. wouldn't hear anything, mate. You would probably probably paint your face like William Wallace and be riding the bike down. That's yeah, right. he would. He would. He'd walk right? there. I'd be okay. getting Mark Glanville's on, not bloody Gordon Tallis, for God's sakes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you're done. Footy talk, check out those podcasts, absolutely free. More of your footy opinions there. Of course, NRL 360 tonight on Fox League. Uh, Gordon Tallis, always a pleasure, mate. Appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. See you soon. You re-bought this up before. It was a horrific night for sport for Australia. Australia falling to Wales, the Wallabies over in the World Cup in France. Yep. Uh, 40 to 6. Yep. It was horrific for the first time ever. It looks like we're not going to continue out of this pool in the World Cup, which is very embarrassing. And you assured me that mm. you could cheer me up mm. with a story of somehow even worse of a rugby union performance by yours truly when you were up against the Jordan national team. Yeah. Now, first question is, how in the hell and why in the hell were you playing against the Jordan national team? Yeah, national team of it's a great question. any sorts. Who were you playing for? Uh, I was playing for the Niagara Wasps, which are a rugby club in well, from Canada. Okay, I and don't think. We were playing, I imagine the talent pool wasn't huge. Actually, a really good side, um, but... I was not very good. Uh, we played at the Dubai Sevens. Uh, oh, wow. Tournament there where, you know, obviously Australia and all the world play and whatever. And <laughs> someone mucked up the draw, so they unfortunately included us uh, with a couple of international scenes. We played against the UAE as well. I wish you beat them. Uh, but, Jordan, we did not. Um, you talk about embarrassing performances on a rugby field. Yes, this is so much worse than the Wallabies last night. Not only did we lose to Jordan in a Sevens game... I think it was about 63 to 5 or something similar to that. Um, I got red carded in my very first play of the game. So there, I just want, okay, here's the thing. I wanted to make an impact because at that time I just started dating my partner, Abby. We were uh, maybe six weeks in and her old man actually lived in the UAE in Dubai or Abu Dhabi. So he came to watch me. It's one of the first experiences I had with him. Uh, so he was oh, there so for that game. Good impression. Yeah, exactly. So what position were you playing? Yep. Uh, you don't really, well, well in this, like I perched up, yeah, you played a national team and you didn't have positions no, I, lined I, I out. I perched up on a wing, but anyone that's ever played sevens, you pretty much play everywhere. Yeah, true, um, true. Sevens is different. So I thought, I'm going to make a statement here. I, I'm going to absolutely hammer their captain, um, who did a lot of their play kicking. And, and there was a moment early on, their first possession, where uh, their captain, I've actually sent you the photo, um, their captain goes to kick Do in I general play. I'm I'm very late. You can put this on Rush Hour Q or the Instagram. I'm very late. I reckon I'm two seconds late to get oh, to him. Oh wow, that is high. And I've I've just horse collared him. I've taken his head off. I got red carded. This is you know 40 seconds into the game. Uh, I apologise to the bloke, and he was very good about it actually. And the most concerning thing is that obviously we've lost the game, and I'm worried about what. Abby's dad Neil is going to say to me. Yeah, after you're the game, a violent, aggressive, <laughs> thug, you foul can't take player. My yeah, so I, I, I walk over to him. You know, when your dog does something wrong, very similar to that. Timid. You know, shoulders. Yeah, very timid. And I look up at him, and he says, 
That was awesome. And he bought me about 17,000 beers after that. It was fantastic. So, yes. That was a real hit and miss moment. The Wallabies were putrid, but on the international What you're trying stage, to say is, yes. hey, Wallabies, yeah. here's my number. I know you're a bit oh, short God, on no. talent. No more. Hey, Wallabies. It Do you want could some grub? Be worse. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. How did you piss off the boss? And I don't just mean, oh, they're a bit grumpy with me. They're a little bit cranky. I mean, 11 out of 10 rage. I want your bosses irate, those kind of tales. I'd forgotten all about this. Uh, I used to work uh, for PCYC, Police Citizens Youth Club, do a lot of childcare You wanted care to stuff. be a copper. Yeah, I did, yeah. And, and I started doing some childcare stuff with them, did some stuff in Cairns. Uh, I was in Brisbane at the time. This happened in our Corinda office. Oh, Westside. Westside. Um, I had a boss, lovely girl named Emma, still mates with her, kind of, uh, but we weren't for a while. Oh, that bad? Oh, this is so bad. I paid for it, but... Quite literally. She just bought a, a brand new car and, you know, as you can imagine, we were really young and didn't have a lot of money and she'd gotten this, oh, I couldn't even tell you, some fancy SUV. And it was the second day she had it and we always parked next to each other. Um, so she's pulled in the car park first. I've seen it. As you do with your coworkers, what's the first thing you do when you see them? You flip them the bird or yell them yep, insanity yep. or whatever. I've done that but just not thought, at all about how I was parking or paying any attention. As I parked the car at a good click, I've smashed right in the back of her car as she's just standing there watching. And I've never seen someone's <laughs> face go red in the and speed the that it did with her. And the police as well. Well, not police. It's a it's a, it's a PCYC. Youth club. PCYC. So they're, it's mate, it's childcare. gateway to police. It's childcare. And you broke the law, essentially. You I weren't focusing. You took your hands off 10 and broke 2. Broke her car. It was, a, it was a two and a half grand fix from memory, which is a lot of money now. Back then, that was everything I owned and so much more. Um, she didn't talk to me for about two weeks after that. We were professional. We got past it eventually, but it wasn't good. One triple three five three. Let's uh, let's start now with Trevor in Palm Cove. Trev, how did you piss off the boss? Yeah, mate. Um, look, I used to teach English in uh, Taiwan near China for 17 years. Right. And... Um, I found out fairly soon after I got there that you could, like, kind of really short-circuit all the manager's instructions in the schools by just saying that uh, things got lost in translation. So <laughs> every time every time I was asked to do something, like get the reports in on time, yep. come and meet parents after school or on right. Saturday mornings, I used to just not turn up or not do it and say, and they'd, they'd say, what's going on? I'd say, oh, sorry, I couldn't understand your English. And it got lost in translation. Oh, my gosh, you gaslit them, Trevor, basically. Yeah, and I was, I was just being a slack dog, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but it worked for 17 years. I couldn't believe it. Hey, good on I you. I worked for 17 years. Oh, Jesus. Congratulations, Queensland. <laughs> and now <laughs> you're ours. Yeah. All right. one triple three five three. Over to you, Queensland. We'd love to hear some great yarns today. Moments where you pissed off the boss. And we use that terminology because I don't want, oh, we maybe my boss is a bit grumpy. Yeah, he or she was upset with me for a while. I want them absolutely furious. Let's head to Port Douglas firstly. Georgie, on one triple three five three. how'd you piss off the boss? Um, I was working in Normanton with the council and um, he sent me to Cairns to pick up a new car. So I took the old car in to trade it in for the new car and I picked off the showroom floor. It had seven kilometres on the clock, so it was absolutely new. And on my 700 kilometre drive back to Normanton, I wrote it off. <laughs> 
Georgie. I had a run-in with a very large kangaroo who oh. hit the front wing, then the, the passenger door, then the rear passenger door, and then the back panel, and literally trashed the side of the car. It was still drivable. Oh. So I turned up back at the camp and I said, oh, here's your car, but it's a bit trashed. <laughs> the, I mean, completely, completely wrecked. <laughs> the Queensland legend, Georgie, is always dusk or dawn is when the roos are about. Was it any of those two times? Of course. Of course it was dusk and yep. it's because I was running late because yep. I stopped to have coffee with a friend. <laughs> oh, no, and I thought, oh, I'll just risk it. I'll be fine. And I, I tried hope... that road. I'll be right. <laughs> I hope you didn't tell your boss that coffee bit. No, I was pushing through, so committed to work. It's just nature. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Georgie. Have a great afternoon. Uh, we're going to go to Townsville next. Craig, stories of how you pissed off the boss. What do you got? Hey, guys. Uh, well, me and the boss was out. We were working around Richmond. and was out in the Downs country, and he just bought this brand-new four-wheel drive. You know, like the ones when the, da- the dash, they came out with the dash, mm. Toyotas, and they were, oh, he was so proud of it. And uh, I had a 22, and it was pointed towards the roof. And I was only young, you know, and... He said to me, is that thing loaded? And instead of me going yes or no, I pressed the trigger and blew a hole straight through the roof of his brand new Toyota. Can you leave it there? Because people put stickers for that on. <laughs> but you know the funny thing about it? You know, the top of the lining of the Toyota was all spots, it was all dotted, dotted. Yeah. Well, this, this 22 went straight through one of the holes and just peeled the top of the roof open. So every night when, when it started, like, dew and rain, he had to put a tarp over it. So it was... <laughs> Let, let's just say I got the bullet. <laughs> hey, uh, for those that missed it before, I shared a tale of, of when I crashed into my boss's car and, and the face she pulled immediately because she was standing there watching me drive in and I went into the back of her brand new SUV. Can you describe your boss's face the moment that twenty two went off? Well, he just sort of looked up in disbelief, looked at me in disbelief and went red and... I got out quick. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, I think that's worse the when there's a particular there's a gun around. Where's <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that outstanding? Good on you, mate. We approach the NRL Grand Final this Sunday. It is a huge moment for me. I never expected to be here. And I've got a bit of a message for Queenslanders, particularly the bandwagoners who are jumping on board with the Brisbane Broncos this year. I firstly want to flash you back three years ago. The year that the Broncos only had three wins, Mm. losses of 40-plus points. I was actually working in a little radio station in Coffs Harbour at the time, and dead set, people would ring me every day and be like, what was that eel score again? How much did the Roosters flog you by yesterday? 2020. It was horrendous. Mm. So awful. But we stuck around. I did not jump off the bad wagon, and it's been eight years since we've been in a grand final. 26 since we've won one. I was still in school when we won the grand final. 26 years. No, it hasn't. 17. We won a grand final in 2006. Yeah. 17 years ago, not 26. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your math is wrong. very bad. <laughs> anyway, I stayed true for the longest amount of time, even though it's been tough. Yes, I agree that being a Broncos fan, mostly we've had successes and mm. it's a lot easier for us than other teams. But regardless... A lot of us stood by while, for instance, super coaches left on unsavoury terms. Some players that I definitely questioned the choices of signing Mm -hmm. were bought on and then soon left afterwards, thankfully. And it made me question my loyalty, but I did, did definitely ring true regardless throughout. And there are many, many people across Queensland the same as me. Yeah. I just wanted to send a message today to those of you who in the last few months have bought merch, who've started going to tickets. Maybe you're going to the grand final this weekend and deciding, yep, I am full-blown Broncos. Welcome. 
I don't care when you joined. You could be a Broncos fan anytime. We're not fussy like that. Join us. And for Queenslanders out there who are thinking, nah, stuff the bras, I'm up the was and now I'm up the pars. That's not very Queensland of you at all. We don't do that here. Sydney gets enough. They've got the grand final. They stitch us up every single year. They're trying to take magic round off of us. We will accept you at any time. We've got the most members, most viewers. Why not have a few more? Oh, my God, you're still going. Bronx Nation. Population 5.185 million. That's the whole of Queensland. You know you're the definition of a bandwagon fan. How? When's the, the first time in your life you have paid for a membership? This year. Well, because I had a kid membership with my parents, and like you're a family now in your membership. And you're 30s, you're peanut, you haven't been a kid in a long time. I haven't lived in Brisbane for seven years. You've got a lion scarf on today that I've never seen you wear. You've bought that on the weekend. You are the bandwagon, I did not buy mate. this on the weekend. Oh, I'm so loyal through the tough times. You had one bad year. That was it. This is why... 2021 wasn't great either. 2022, we th- listen to me. bowed out. Listen to me. This is why a lot of Queenslanders, and yes, many Queenslanders will jump on and great, have fun with your Broncos. This is why many of them have sour taste in their mouth with you the Broncos. cannot speak. Can I, can I finish my sentence? For once in my life, can I finish the sentence without being cut off? Thank you. This is why Cowboys fans... If there's any Dolphins or Titans fans out there in the state, this is why a fair few of them are supporting Penrith because there is some arrogance that goes with being a Brisbane Broncos fan. It's just part of the past. I'm not being arrogant. I'm saying anyone can join us. Mm. This is about Queensland versus right. New South Wales. Yep. It's state of origin Up all Panthers, over again. Baby. Up the Panthers. You're a monster. I really am. Get out of this state already. Honestly, we're sick I've of it. I've been trying for so long, but they won't let me. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. And producer Luke joins us as well. AB, Elliot, uh, it is Monday. It is time to get you two numpties motivated because you come in every week. Mm. You're just l- low on energy. AB, you miss Pilates again today. Uh, Elliot, uh, it's just, you just always seem like you're, you're, you're the worst on a Monday. You just don't want to be here sometimes. Does so anyone I'm here. on earth want to be in, at work on a Monday? Absolutely not. Well, I'm here, and I'm, I'm, I'm here to... You want to be here? But do you want to? Like, are you, is it against your will? It's <laughs> a hard question to answer. Um, no. <laughs> He's one of the bosses. He can't say that. Yeah. We can, but then we just get in trouble afterwards anyway, off air. I thought long and hard about how I was going to motivate you this week, and, and the two of you, you Snacks. don't have much in common, no. but you do love your sport. Yes. So... In uh, in celebration of grand final week, I've gone to the coaches. The last coach to take Brisbane Lions to an AFL grand final, Lee Matthews. Right. In 2001, imagine this. Yes. You're going up against Essendon in round 10. Your season's on the line. Lee Matthews has been up watching Arnold Schwarzenegger movies all weekend, and he comes into the, <laughs> into the change rooms and I'm says to, to you, if it bleeds, we can kill it. And we reckon Essendon can bleed. Can magpies bleed? Did he actually say that? He actually said that. (laughs) They went on to win the grand final again against Essendon in 2001. They then went on to win the next two in 2002 and 2003 against Collingwood. Our show needs a quote. No, it doesn't. Because then we can, like, repeat the quote to each other. Shithouse from start to finish. (laughs) We'll work Very on motivating. that. <laughs> that was actually some of your best so far. I'm Thank intrigued. You. What else you got? Yeah, do you feel it's ready to... It's because it's athletes that you respect. Are you ready to take on the world? Well, what else you got? Okay. Well, the next one comes from the man who got the Broncos last uh, premiership in 2006, Wayne Shane Bennett. Perry. Oh. Daddy Wayne. Ew. If you do what you always did, 
you'll always get what you always got. If you do what you always did, sounds like a true Warwick man. I'm reading his book at the moment. Ask me anything about him, I know everything. So you you so you know that quote? No, I don't know the quote yet. I haven't finished it. What does the quote mean? Which is like it's just a true grit Queenslander. Like he worked in a bacon factory. He's like, you know, if you what, don't. What make is wrong with you? You're so off track. I'm asking you what the quote meant. I don't I'm care what I'm saying that he, he worked in a bacon factory, worked as a cop, and he wanted to be an NRL coach. That okay. was his dream. He's saying if you just keep doing what you always do, you'll stay where you are. Okay, that, that's all you have to say. You're being really impatient today. Because we've got 20 seconds till we have to get out of here. Last one. That's it. Oh. There's only two coaches I was worried about this week. Well, you got 15 seconds. To you, you seem angrier now. Anyway. Yeah, I am. He's riled up. He wants to go watch Predator now. Yeah, that's a good one. It's the handshake for me. The <laughs> opening handshake. <laughs> Work on that quote. It's almost a rouser. Make it look easy with sports bet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.